Welcome back to the final part of this week's Tech Talk. This is Jess Kelly with you here on News Talk. Now, as we often talk about, uh, broadband and the rollout of broadband around the country is a huge issue. It's been a long time coming. There has been a lot of work done, but there is always more to do. Ollie Looms is the CEO of AIR and he joins me now. So, Ollie, it's great to have you on Tech Talk. Thanks so much for your time. We're talking on what is a bit of a landmark week for air because air fibre has now passed a million homes. Talk to me about the significance of, of this milestone. Yeah, it's a, it's a fabulous milestone. Uh, One million homes passed with air's gigabit fibre broadband network. We're very proud of it. We've been working hard on it for a number of years. Um, it's uh, the result of one billion euro of capital investment into this program over the last four years. So it's a very big investment program. And we're very proud of it because it puts Ireland right up there towards the top of the league table in terms of most fibre connected countries in Europe. I'm sure we'll talk more about it, but that's important in terms of what it means for Ireland. I I, I kind of I think about this as the foundations of of Ireland's economy. Um, so, so it has very real benefits for individuals and also for businesses. And in terms of individuals, Jess, um, that one million one million premises that we've passed, homes and businesses, you know, it's it's probably touching on about two point three million individuals, giving them speeds that are many, many, many times faster than the speeds that they have been enjoying. You know, may, maybe. Let's say the average consumer has been enjoying speeds of something like 70 megabits per second. You know, this network is dimensioned for up to 10 gigs, so up to 100 times faster. So it's really future proofed technology that that changes really, I think, changes the way people can live and work in in Ireland. So it's I think it's a big deal. And we're not um, we're not done with our with our journey either. Jess, we announced yesterday the 1 million milestone but um we're we're our full program is going to keep going through to the end of 2026 because we want to get to 1.9 million premises across Ireland that would be that would be 84% of all of the premises in Ireland covered by airs program and that's going to take another 1 billion of investment so it means in total you know that full program will 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 have been a two billion investment program. That's private investment, no taxpayer uh, impact, and it'll get to you know eighty four percent of all of the premises in Ireland. So it's a you know it's a huge program. It's really important, I think. Yeah, it's a huge, uh, it's a significant milestone, as you said. And very often, you know, a lot of people get hung up on the National Broadband Plan and they just look at the progress there. Um, And from my time with NBI and, and going out on the road with them to see the rollout, I understand and fully appreciate that this is a big operation. So what AIR is doing, and as you said, there's no tax money, uh, taxpayer money involved here. So from a business point of view, it is a huge operation to get around an island like Ireland that has, you know, big cities, but also very rural properties and so on. Just give me a bit of an insight into the, the operational side of things. Like how many people, how, how many workers are out on the ground delivering that fibre? Yeah. And listen, Jez, I, I, I agree. It's funny the way conversations like this can, tur- you know, can, can end up focusing on the big macro number, etc. But the reality is that, you know, morning, noon and night, hail, rain or shine, there's a team of people who are actually doing the doing to make this happen? We we have we've three and a half thousand employees in air, 
but we've a team of more than a thousand men and women who've been out there over the last four years building this network. You know, more than a thousand people um, who, who've been out in the field, in their vans, laying ducts, you, you know, um, and poles and so on to make it happen. And I, I, I'm personally very proud of the team that made made that happen. I, I one thing that I I'm very proud of Jess is of that million. You know, I would say about 400,000 of that million was actually laid during the pandemic, during mm -hmm. COVID, when the country was in lockdown and people were behind their doors. Thankfully, in hindsight, the people at AIR did not down tools. They um, they, they kept going. They kept, they kept out there building this infrastructure, heading towards this milestone. And, um, and if they hadn't, it would mean that today we'd only have 600,000 homes passed. So uh, that was a very very significant contribution done in a very safe way by um by all of those air people so i'm i'm really very proud of them i suppose is what i would say jess yeah and it's also worth acknowledging that air has a role in the rollout that mbi is doing as well because a lot of it is your infrastructure and there's a lot of uh, I suppose whether it's maintenance, clearing of ducks, you know, appraising poles and so on. So although you, you've you reached the million milestone with your own lot, there's also the involvement in the wider project as well. Yeah, you make a very good point. I mean, ultimately, this all falls under the banner of the national digital strategy because the, the government want to make sure that everybody in this country has um has has broadband with speeds of, of of one gigabit by the end of by the end of the decade. So, you know, our bit will cover eighty four percent of all of the premises, and we'll have it done by the end of twenty twenty six. But but we're also determined to support the government. We had Minister Eamon Ryan came to our our event yesterday. We're, we're determined to support the government and National Broadband Ireland to deliver the more remote parts of Ireland. The other. 16% of the premises and you, you know um we're helping them in whatever way we can um so that Ireland as a total nation by you know by the end of the decade well in advance of the end of the decade really will be one of if not the most fiber connected in the world connected countries in the world so very much we're playing our part to support the government and the national broadband plan as well yeah, no, it is. It's a vital cog in in the in the entire machine. Um, earlier in the show, we heard from uh, Minister Oshin Smith, who was talking through new legislation that passed this week in relation to customer service, uh, particularly when it comes to mobile and broadband providers. Uh, he was saying that this new legislation will offer greater protections to customers if they are not getting the customer service required. Uh, we know in the past, and Carolyn Lennon uh, spoke to me previously about issues that were there you know, many years ago when it came to customer service. Is that something that you have a keen focus on in ensuring that the customers who are with there are getting the services that they provide for and getting the help that they need when they need it? Yes, Jess. Uh, we are aware that there were historical issues, um, but we've been putting a huge amount of effort into, into all aspects of care at AIR over the last few years. And in my opinion, the care at AIR now is good not to be complacent, we will continue to strive and work hard to make it absolutely awesome. But um, we, we've done an awful lot. I, I think the first thing I'd say is we took um, all of the care for all of our customer customers in-house. So it's all now managed by AIR employees. We now have four customer care centres in each of the four corners of Ireland, Sligo, Cork, Limerick, and 
um, opened up this year uh, is Waterford. So we now have four customer care centres, all manned by air employees. And, um, you, you know, maybe there were maybe there were so, so, some 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 problems a few years ago. But right now we're answering calls on average within three minutes in January. I can tell you we answer calls within two minutes and 11 seconds. So we're answering our calls fast. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the lowest complaints ever um, into Comreg uh, about air uh, since records began in 2015. Our, the way our consumers score the agents that they're on the phone to is very strong. 90% satisfaction r- r- rate. That's the highest we've ever seen. So we're making a lot of progress. We've also we've also put in place a couple of initiatives I'm very proud of. We have a team dedicated to what we call age-friendly care. So that's looking after consumers who, you know, m- maybe are less digital or tech savvy over the age of 65, et cetera. We hold their hands all the way through the process that, you know, we have a team that immediately will answer their calls mm-hmm. and walk them through the process. And we've got we've got an equivalent team for new customers as well, so that we will we will stay with our new customers until everything is working seamlessly for them with air. So I would say an, an awful lot done over the last few years. And I'm now confident that air air's care is very good. Um, but we're still working on it. You know, we, 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 um, we're looking to transform some of the systems that our agents in the call centers are working on because of historical underinvestment going back many years into some of those systems and some of the software that they're using. We're upgrading that. That's going to make it even better, even faster, even smoother in time. So an awful lot done. Things are good, but we still want to do more. Uh, my dad used to work for P&T and then for Aircom and Telecom Air and all the different iterations over the years. And, you know, very often when we're driving around, he'll be like, oh, I used to climb up that pole to bring a phone line in there. And it's amazing to see the evolution that the company has gone through from someone like my dad being up a pole. So someone has a landline right through to the digital network like GOMO. It must be, you know, obviously there's been challenges along the way and we could talk about that, but let's not right now. Uh, but but it's good to see that there's still the evolution and there's the want and the drive to ensure that the company is at the forefront of this evolution rather than playing catch up. Yeah, uh, I mean, listen, we, we are we're very proud of all of the work uh, that, that the team are doing. I, I, I think, you know, obviously, obviously this company in, in a previous guise was about the technology of the time, I guess, which was landline phone calls and so on. But we're in a different world now and the company is evolving and is becoming a very modern, dynamic, innovative company. Um, the fiber that we talk about is, you know, that's ultra modern technology um, super environmentally friendly, low energy usage, low, you know, and, and, and enabling a world of technology and digital and social for consumers across Ireland. Um, Our mobile network, Jess, uh, we've been investing very heavily to upgrade and to build a 5G network. We now have a 5G network that covers almost 80% of the population. More than 500 towns and cities across the country are enabled with 5G so that people can stream and game and video conference on the move, et cetera. That's that's leading edge technology, I think. there's one I love, which is, you know, the, the whole legacy infrastructure. It's like the manifestation of the shift that you've seen from P&T and Telecom Air into the air of today. We, we, we had this infrastructure of old telephone kiosks around the country. Well, we're taking all of those telephone kiosks, those old phone boxes 
and we're transforming them into EV chargers because they have the power to the point beside the beside the roadway. And we're working with county councils across the country now to transform those points into EV chargers that we're that in a partnership that we've we, we, we've got with a company called EasyGo, Ireland's biggest EV charge points. Um, so that's a you know again, I think that's a fantastic demonstration of the innovative mindset at Air to take you know a company that's been around for a very long time and make it very relevant in today's world. Yeah, well, look, it's great to see the innovation. Obviously, that landmark uh, million cost, uh, million premises passed was a great one. Hopefully, uh, we'll get to talk again soon and uh, have even more updates from Air. But for the moment, uh, Ollie Looms, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Jess. And that's it for this week. If you missed any of the show, you can listen back in full on the News Talk app, powered by Go Loud. I'll be back with Shane and Kira on Monday's News Talk Breakfast. But in the meantime, have a great weekend.